Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience presented by DraftKings. Remember to smash the like, give me your favorite Tim moment of all time, and to subscribe, rate, and review to the exclusive Cust Corner audio podcast feed, which you can find in the description of this video and podcast. Go relive them all and find your favorite Cust moment, because friends, this is Cust Corner! Cust Corner, it's Cust Corner! Cuss Corner, it's Cuss Corner. He's got the hottest takes with the highest stakes. He should be president of the United States. But it's Cuss Corner, it's Cuss Corner. Cuss Corner. <laughs> it's not what people are calling it. Oh, I hear people are calling it that. We're banking some shows. I guess people don't need to know that, that we didn't record this yesterday. But we've. We're like record- Paul Pierce calling bank? That's sure. Um is like six weeks in advance, something like that. So hopefully we're not too out of date for it. But Tim, it's been a while since we've done one of these where you've really come with a full palette full of complaints that you may have. So let's kick it off. Let's hear it. What do you got? Well, I mean, I think the obvious one and the one we teased on a live show was, I don't know, who knows when this was now versus time, but there was a day on Twitter and I was reading it. And now full disclosure even though I, when I tweet some of these things, I know the reaction is going to happen. Even though I believe it and think it's true, I, I'll tweet something out and think, I don't think the people are going to like this one, but whatever. In this instance, the blowback shocked me, legitimately shocked me. There was a tweet out about, and it seemed innocuous enough, about, you know, how is it, what do you do when you go in the shower? Do you let the water run and run and run? Or do you get in the shower first and then turn the water on? It seemed to me pretty clear that, you should get in the shower and turn the water on first before uh, get in the shower, and turn the water on. Don't let it like, don't waste copious amounts of water to let it quote heat up or something before you get in. It seemed obvious to me and people went crazy as if what I said was like incomprehensible. It's like, I guess these are the people who, when they go to the gym, turn on the water in the, in the corral and just let it just stand in the middle of the shower room. While the water, he's, I don't understand it. I'm perplexed with you people. I was taught never to waste water. I was taught to be, you know, sensible. I would never stand there and like when I'm brushing my teeth and let the water drain down the sink. That's because you use so bottled water. I would water. never stay. No, I used water from a jug. It's not bottled water. But when I was, when I was four years old, that wasn't the case. And I now I just, I, I am flummoxed at the fact that most of you people apparently 
waste water to let it quote heat up the three seconds it takes to heat up that's too much for you you know you can't handle that quote inconvenience uh i'm I'm gobsmacked just gobsmacked a few things to really unpack here one would be do you know how much water costs i you know what I don't know what water costs. <laughs> like, how much I, do you think like a, a typical shower runs you in your in your pocketbook? It can't be more than like three bucks. It's like three cents. Three bucks. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I don't know what three water costs. Or <laughs> shower. No, see, so you're paying your bills. The other thing is, this is why you're probably a serial killer. Because, yeah. like most people, when they go into the shower and they're standing underneath the, the shower head and you turn it on right away, you get shocked with cold water right away. That's why it's not like people are turning it on, going out, watching a program, having a meal, coming back 20 minutes later and getting in the shower. They're just running the shower until it gets to the temperature that they like and then they step in. That might take eight seconds no one wants to get hit with a dose of freezing cold water because most people's pipes build up the cold water at the front especially if you live in a cold climate which we all do that in the winter time that's gonna fucking suck yeah pipes are cold listen tim i'll even i think i turn on the shower and then i like finish undressing by that i mean like underwear t-shirt yeah like yeah are are you against like starting your car when it's cold out too wasteful Wait, what, what do you think? I, it's more than like eight seconds, as t- as Pat said, like maybe twelve seconds, but probably less. I would get in there like four seconds in, but I would, yeah, probably turn the knob and then just derobe, hang up the rope, so walk in. Yeah. So what's that? Seven seconds? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. This Poor- is. I, I, I- it's just mind-boggling that, A, that little bit of cold water is such an affront. Like, A, it wakes you up. B, it lasts a second or two, and you're fine. Yeah, I don't want to like, be splashed in the face with freezing cold fucking water when it's minus 20 out. Why? I it's do invigorating. Fine. It's really it's not. Invigorating. I, I, I don't need to be, like, prodded in order to feel something, yeah, unlike you. We've all had it happen. It sucks. Like, it's not like Pat is like, never experienced, like, getting hit with that. Yeah, that's why I turn it on, yeah, because it, I hate it. It's, it's the worst. It's just the residual water that's been, like, lingering in the tube. Right? Yeah. Yeah, get that out of here. And you're such a hypocrite because there is probably ways that you are so wasteful. So if you think this is wasteful, I guarantee you the people, you know who I'm talking about, your little crew, they could comb through your wastefulness like, and find some Some really egregious things. Oh, absolutely. I mean, this is the same guy that flicks the cigarette butts everywhere. I would say I I'm I am satisfied with my carbon footprint. That again, you're, so you're making a slightly different argument to the one that I make. The, the, the what is, is the, what is your argument about wasting this eight seconds? I was of raised water? not to waste water. I don't waste the water. I just and I also don't think it's some like grand inconvenience. For you delicate snowflake to not be, oh, no, two (laughs) seconds of cold water. How will I manage? Oh, my goodness. Let me hit my fainting couch because it's such an inconvenience. So what? A couple of seconds, it heats up. uh, So what? So So what is the exact point? I can either get dosed with cold water or I don't need to. I'll take I don't need to. Okay. So let's say that's your position. And I believe you. The which it is for that, wait, which that, you have seen, which is the opinion of like ninety nine point nine. This is what of I don't understand. 
I don't understand how this can be not just the predominant <laughs> opinion, but such that people are like having a freak out. Like I had like spoken some, you know, impossible spell or something. And I, 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 just, I, I couldn't believe it. It's pretty I weird. Could. It's pretty weird. Yeah, it, no, it's, 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 it's it, no, it's no, not it, uh, really. You would say that after the reaction that you've received, you think that your behavior is quite normal. It's less. I see. So when you go to the gym, you stand we're not we're not we're not talking about the gym. Okay, but it, it depends on what I've done at the gym at the same Hold time. On. If I've gone for a like a, an hour long run and I'm dosed in sweat, I want to take a cold shower so I can close up my pores so I'm not sweating for like the next hour after I leave the gym. If I go and lift and I haven't broken like a huge drenched in sweat, I'm only moderately sweating. I'm going to turn it to like a normal temperature let it heat up and then walk into it i'll be honest with you tim you also don't get naked at the gym which is the weirdest thing in the world too i do when i have to have my shower i'm just walking around cocks out it's a gym locker room if i if i I am a little more modest if i am at to tim's point i guess if i am at like a place uh a golf locker room or or a gym or like just thinking of that I wouldn't waste because I would want that experience to be like a short. I want to just soap up, do my thing and get out. Sure. Like you could be in a rush in the morning, but if I'm home in my own shower on like playing a home game, I'm going to do it as I want. If I'm at like a public gym, a public setting, I would probably try to like squeeze myself like away from that initial spray, but I would be in there for it. Because I just want that whole thing. Yeah, and no one is saying that they're not doing that. Tim is just making a false equivalence. No, I kind of said I'm doing that. I'm literally not even in the confines of the shower. I, like, no, no. When, when you're no, he's saying like at the gym. Like when oh, people no, go to the gym like, and they go into their like. The, I don't know. The he shower. made it sound like people are like loitering in no, the no, middle. Like, there. Must be <laughs> no, they wouldn't get in the shower first, so yeah. I assume they must be. But that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about taking a shower at home. Like. The, the obvious compromise here would be get in the shower and turn the head down. Then what's the difference? If you find it so freezing, then turn it back up. Th- then what's the difference? Like it seems- well, I don't want to readjust my yeah. shower head. I, Do you I know might- how shitty it is to readjust your shower head at all times? That's just more I do work it all the now. time. You seem to live the most complicated life for someone with nothing on the go. I have like, are, are you just are you on the go? Are, are you filling? Is this what you're doing with your like free time? You have to adjust the shower head five times when you As go. Someone in. who takes sometimes multiple showers a day, and I you're the one accusing clean. other people of wasting water. You're taking multiple showers I a day need to feel clean. I like the best feeling in the world to me is the feeling you have when you've just left the shower. I think that's the best feeling. And uh, yeah, so some days it's just one shower, but some days are two or even three showers. It happens, particularly in the Th- summer. Three I'll have showers? a couple of cold showers. I'll have a couple of cold showers in the three summer. Showers. You know, three shower. showers in one day. If you're sweating and it's hot and it's like one of those terrible months like July and like you, it's like 100% humidity, it's great. And you're concerned about wasting water. Well, yes, I am. The you have a lake. I don't, you could just yeah, jump you have a lake, lake across the street. Right in your backyard. In jump in That's it. A, not to bathe in. My no, but why do you cool need down? Why, why do you cool need down? Like, cool so, down. By the way, like uh, you shouldn't be using that much soap on your skin anyway. Like, in fact, I think we all use too much soap and hair product and anything like that. It's just deteriorating everything. So, okay, so not, not only what you're saying is that you take three separate showers a day, but in each of those three showers, like you're having like a full clean. Absolutely. Oh my <laughs> god. I don't always use my cream rinse conditioner uh, in every shower. But shampoo and full body wash, abs- uh, absolutely. I like to be clean. I'm sorry. I'm a hygienic person like that. 
being feeling grimy to me is so uncomfortable. Like if I'm going to go play around a golf in the summer, I shower before I leave and I shower as soon as I get back. Like that's just who I am. And that's the way I was raised. Like, I, clean. So you're, so, no, so you're, this all goes back to like how you were raised. Do you might think that maybe not everything you were told as a child was like the way you should do things? Well, no, of course. Has but that like ever my occurred grandmother to you? used to make sure that we had multiple showers a day when we spent the evening at her place. Well, like, Tim, your your grandma currently is like eighty five years old. Maybe things have changed over the past seventy years. Doesn't she still drive with the tire spikes? You mean the studded tires? Uh, yeah, uh, I have like been. I guess could be accused of being wasteful because I'll do, but I'm not. I'm not. Bur- I'm not coming down on other people for wasting four seconds of water in the summertime. Like if I am going to play golf and it is hot out. I will shower before I walk out the door. Like it's hot out. I want to walk out. Of course. Um, cool. Almost like a wrestler showers before walking out the tu- walking out the tunnel. Yeah, but that, that's to give you the look. I, just, are you trying to hit the course like the Ultimate Warrior? You're no. like sprinting to the first. Thing. I'm literally so just looking golfing. to be cool. I having showered. This is nuts behavior, Tim. When I no, lived on on well, when I lived by myself. In How, in, I, I gotta, in the summer, I, I put you. I put t-shirts in the fridge. I say I don't <laughs> mind that move. I like that. I literally, move. It, it's a lot like my old school dryer move, where if my shirt was somewhat wrinkly and I was over at Tim's house, I would just take off my shirt, put it into the dryer, get rid of those wrinkles. It's nice, fresh, and hot when you go out. It's great, nice fresh shirt. Yeah, just cool like it down. Used to put his shirt in the oven. Yeah, yeah. Cool, cool it down. Yeah, I don't mind that at all because you're not putting it in the freezer, so it'd be hard to wear. Yeah, yeah no, it's just nice and cool by putting it in the fridge. Yeah. How long did you ever live by yourself for? Because in my mind, you've been married your entire life. No, well, I went to university. You lived by yourself in university. Well, I had one roommate, but I would count that as living by okay. myself. Although I wasn't, I guess, in the summertime, I wasn't uh, living away. So, have you ever lived by yourself? No. Really? I've always like would have had a roommate and or my girlfriend then fiance then wife when you're by yourself you get into particular individual habits that become hard to break i don't know about that it is true like you just start to do things your way and then it's we've seen weird not to do it your way after that yeah but not all of us are just stuck and once we're in a rut we cannot lift ourselves out of said rut what's well, not in a rut but i am very uncomfortable with change in my routines as a rule not to say that I won't endure them when it has to happen, but yeah, I mean, like most human beings, my lizard brain prefers what is trust, t- tested and true and I like rather than weird change things. I feel like most people are capable of adapting. Weird change, like cell phone car chargers. Exactly. So, Which I now own, I will say. I purchased and put together for a whole $7. I was put shocked. together. I thought I was going to have to spend... 150, 200 bucks on a car charger. This is where I assumed it was going. Why do you think that like, everything costs 1,000% more than it actually costs? Well, I, I, was, I was, again, floored. So after I was shamed by people on this show, uh, I went out to, I was out and about, and I was at the dollar store to pick up something. And when I was there, I saw they had the little piece that you put into the, uh, the, the 40 volt or 20 volt or whatever the voltage is for that little outlet in your car. Because I have a second one beyond the cigarette lighter. And then a cord that plugs into it. I, I think it's like I think, they, I think it's the USB because uh, it has that weird little symbol. Anyway, the cord and the charger together, or the 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 appliance that you plug into the hole, seven bucks total. I was shocked. Seven bucks. 
I was like, I was prepared to go to the Apple store and spend, I don't know, 150, 200 bucks to get me a car charger. Cause I just assumed that's what it cost, but no seven bucks. Now it's part I'm of the reason still, everyone shamed you. Like, cause it, I'm anxious about using it still. Cause I'm afraid that like, there'll be like a, a surge of power from my car into my phone. It'll blow it up. So I only keep it plugged in for very short periods of time. Because I felt like my phone felt a little warmer afterwards. I was like, oh, my God, what would happen if, like, boom, like a lightning bolt went through the jack and into my phone and blew it up? Uh, so let, let me throw safe, let, let me throw plug it in for a few minutes at a time. Let me throw this theory out here for you. Now that you are plugging in your phone, do you think that the reason that it could be hotter is because it's close to the heat vent? Well, yeah, but I usually don't, don't have the heat on very much when I drive. I kind of like you? a cold car. When you say a cold car, it's been it's like the it's a middle of winter, Tim. Yeah, once the car gets warm, I turn the heat off right away. Like I kind of prefer cooler. I find it you're more alert when you're driving, stuff like that. Uh, I think, you, and you know, you're the same way too. You like a cold car. Well, the, that's only in very certain times. I hate a cold car now. I the first thing I do, like I, I mean, you, I mean, this might be wasteful, but I go outside to my car and turn it on, turn on the heated steering wheel, turn on the heated seats, and just make Let sure that the ice melt a bit. Yeah, on and the then get in and I sit yeah. down. The you know, the leather's not cold. It's nice. Yeah. Feel good when I'm driving. That's how I want to drive. Tim, no, I don't do that. I, my car doesn't have one of those things. And the only time I ever start my car before I get in is when I have to like clean off the car. So I, I mean, at that point, I might as well because it'll assist. Pretty wasteful, actually. Yeah. You could clean not the that, car without. That, you could clean no, the outside see, of the car I, I was, running. The whole shower thing wasn't about waste. It was just I was taught not to do it that way because it did waste. But yes, I I still don't trust this car charger 100%. I'm concerned about like a You should probably super. go to Apple and buy a really expensive one. It's less likely to blow your car. No, out. no, I don't think that's it. I would be just as anxious. That's crazy. Do you like behavior. part of the reason people... You don't think it's possible. You don't think that you can have a surge. That would blow up your phone? No, I don't. <laughs> it's car. Especially like, when I say blow up, I don't mean like it's going to explode like fireworks. I mean like it'll just overheat and like break and not work right. I, as it's not happened to anyone ever, I'm going to say you're probably in the clear on this one. Especially because your car, as you said, doesn't even have heated seats or a heated steering wheel, so it's so old, it probably doesn't even possess. No, that I kind drive of a power. car of the people. I'm, I'm not uh, actually. You don't. You, you don't drive a car of the people. You drive a car you bought off a dead man that still has the dead man's map in it that you still <laughs> use, which is 25 years out of date. I don't know if it's 25 years out of date. Uh, anyway, and it's, he, it's a, it's he a, also all the dead man's hats are still in the back of the car, and Tim <laughs> won't take it. them out. There's also a cane in the car, which Tim now proclaims is his cane because he well, found it. It's my in the cane. Car. I bought it. It's mine. Came with the car. It's mine. Everything in that car was mine. The and bridge tokens are mine. Everything's mine. <laughs> oh man! All right, is are we just Tim's a crazy person, potential serial killer based on the shower take? I think I'm right about this. You're not. Do you have anyone agree with you? Uh, well, a couple of people, yes, because they said they really like cold showers and they actually enjoy that first three or four seconds of cold water splashing on them, which is not the reason I would do it, but I actually think it's like a benefit of it. It's good for you. I think it wakes you up. It's in, in rejuvenating. It's like when I went to the spa, the, one of the best parts was jumping into that ice cold pool, uh, pool of water. Tim, we all, know, like had a we all know effect. the best part of your spa experience was your tug. Come on now. <laughs> yeah, that, that, did, that did not happen. We know it happened. Don't be so vile. We know what happened. And what else are you going to a spa for? Unless it's to get a tug. 
especially by yourself. No, well, you you do. Maybe I don't. I mean, who wouldn't want a great tug? Me and Robert Kraft. Get a tug, at Crafty. <laughs> Come on now. Uh, let's move on to something else. Um, something that has been annoying me is that a lot of like hipsters these days are like turning their masks into ironic t-shirts and turning like their face shields into ironic things. And that's just infuriating me. Like it's bad enough when you see those ironic t-shirts everywhere that are like sort of laughing and giggling at you and like, uh uh-huh, I heard how elite I am. But like, now you're like everywhere you go now you're like confronted with people who have these masks that have like funny little sayings or like little photos it's like okay, i don't any want any examples that. yeah well, what, what are like, you what ta- t-shirts are you talking about like novelty t-shirts like, that like 90 percent of people wear they're like one person i saw had a mask on that said masked avenger i was like no you're not <laughs> like it just annoyed me to no end or like have funny things written on there like i, I remember saw i saw on the internet a photo of somebody's like mask where it said, I'll, like, I'll take this mask off for beer. I was like, what? No, I, I, I knew this. I should have known this was going to happen. That some enterprising person would realize that millennials need to express their true selves through their masks and therefore would put together all these weird little like sayings and doings on masks. And it just, it just drove me up the wall, drives me up the wall when I see it. I don't even really have a comment on this as I've seen these just, you know, prints on masks, whatever. So people just think they're out wearing masks. They want something funny on it. Maybe for a laugh. I'm sorry. Not everyone's as crotchety as you. I'm not crotchety. Oh, really? Did you just hear what you just said? It annoys me. Like that people. Why does like it, why to... does it annoy you? Why can't, the, why does every why, piece of why can't, someone have why have can't that person about... dress how they want him without you being like, couldn't. Oh my God. It's all down. I never said they couldn't. They I might, said, I think it's dumb. They might not even realize. They realize. Some people just grab masks. Yeah, like Paul just... has those like weird Christmas masks that he still wears. They were on sale. Yeah. There you go. Masked Avenger, like you're affronted by some guy playing not off affronted, a annoyed, agitated. Why? I, was like, I don't. Not everything needs that. This is such a warped part of millennial culture that it's all about the me and my expression of who I am. And so, of course, I couldn't wear a blank or plain mask like some regular person. I've got to be, you know, I, I just got to be me. He owns his pro like monocolored, yeah, mono monochromatic. I prefer plain shirts. colored clothes. Yes, that's, and not that's everything. But. Totally normal. But no, no, I wouldn't you... say it's totally normal. It's totally time fine for Tim because he's from 1950. Yeah, it's very like Mister Rogers esque color schemes. And, and you know what, Mister Rogers is a fashion idol of Tim. That's basically how he dresses. Yeah, no, I'm aware. I could see Tim getting home having the same like. He has his home cardigan for the home and the home. Um, I used to have a work cardigan when I used to go to work. I'd always slip on my work cardigan. But now uh, he doesn't or... work anymore. He just watches extreme couponing all day. It was on one afternoon morning while I was working. I was flipping. I just putting something on in the background as like mindless noise while I was doing a project. And extreme couponing was on on, the, on TLC. And like I was shocked and appalled at these people. Like why they're who saving needs bucks. To save two. Who needs to save $2 on Kleenexes? Yeah, but if you you save save $2 on Kleenexes a thousand times. Here's the thing. Tim is the guy who who just throws things in his cart who doesn't even look at what they they cost. cost. No, I buy. No, but I think you're both. I think what you do is a little weird, and I think what they do is weird. 
Like you giving no crap about what something costs and just putting it in your cart and them like caring so much about $2 is also weird. There's also the thrill of it for the, the, from what my experience with extreme couponing is, is that there's some sort of achievement. Like, hey, I went to the grocery store and they actually paid me money to take all this no, okay. food away. Because that happens. So and, and, then, and, then, and then they go. extreme cheapskates. And then they go and they like donate half of like the, they take the stuff that they need. Then they go donate the rest to a food bank or something like that. So, so that's like, extreme couponing, which is not the same thing as extreme cheapskates. What's that Extreme one? Cheapskates are people who like this one guy reuses his Kleenexes. <laughs> that sounds like something you would There's do. There's one guy that microwaves he, his toast. He for, he forages the grass in the park by his house for salads. What? He, like, <laughs> yes, yes. This is what extreme cheapskates is. Like extreme couponing is like bargain basement compared to where these people are going. Like you wouldn't believe what? the level of cheapness that is going on. Like, remember how disgusted you were when you told me the story that, like, if you left your coffee around at, at FNTSY, Cam would finish it on you? Yes. Well, like, these people on extreme coupons, like, go to restaurants and check out who's not finishing their meals and, like, ask that they can have it. Like, the, the extreme that's a, cheap that's, some, like, that's some good value right there. It's above and be, and this one I say, like, have, like, your dignity is worth something. Tim, you and, like, you told us on you told us on the Monopoly McDonald's show that I would just take my food and throw it in the trash at McDonald's and you with the sticker still on unpeeled and you would rummage through that trash because it's mine. Well, I said that I was a shameful thing that I was doing and aware that it was shameful. But there was money to be made, so I would probably do it. But at least I would know that what I am doing is shameful. Right? Like there's a thing between having no conception of what shame is, which is something this whole world could do a lot more with. There's a lot more shame and honor and doing something shameful and saying, I know this is wrong, but I'm doing it because there's something on the other side that I really want. Right. There's a distinction there. No, I think people should lean out of shame. Just no shame. Just do what you How want. could we be any less shameful as a society? Oh, please. <laughs> people, people have a lot of internal shame, and it causes a lot of problems in their life. If they could just get rid of that, people would be much happier. I think that there's something to be said for shame and, yeah, you're, and decency be, be, because and restraint. And... Basically, you're like one generation away from the fucking Mayflower. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> No, but I do believe on one side of my family, I can trace it all the way back to like the 1600s and like the the uh, the Puritans. That doesn't surprise me because you're still so, you're 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 your truth living is that truth. Yes. The fact that you come on a gambling <laughs> show with us and talk about sports betting, it just is mind boggling. How, how does well, that, it just shows you how far I've come. That's right. My great, 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 great grandfather probably would have had me burned at the stake. Do you think that should come back to burning people at the stake? <laughs> no, I don't because I don't believe in witches or curses. Well, what else oh. are you watching on TLC these days? Uh, I have been watching Below Deck, which that, I think is on oh. TLC. No, that's not on TLC. I've that's, seen a few. That's of those. on Bravo. Below Deck. It's on Bravo. Okay, these all those channels sort of flood together to me. So, oh no, Bravo! Uh, Bravo is Below Deck, All the Housewives, Southern Charm, Vanderpump, all of those. Like, we're just talking like, about Canada. No, no, that's actually like on Bravo. No. Like those are the Bravo shows. Those are like the good reality shows. TLC shows are like more or less just what's the weirdest thing you can think of? Like, Doc, like Dr. Pimple Pop, yeah, like which six, sounds like a show Tim would like. 600 pounds. I do. I have been watching my 600 pound life sometimes. I am jazz. Was, yeah, I am no, jazz. I've watched as well. that. 
Haven't watched that. Sure that one freaks out Tim too much. You can't watch that. No, one. I just haven't watched it. I just, I just don't have an opinion. I never watched it. We never did uh, that rewatch. She of really Euphoria wants to sleep Tim. at her boyfriend's house. Okay, you're up on I am Jazz. I just <laughs> <laughs> you're current. Sounds like it. No, below deck is uh, great. Yeah, below deck. It is, is great, times. but I don't like the new captain. I think he's too gruff and mean. What do you mean? I like the previous captain. Oh, you're talking about Captain Lee, who is the first captain. You're just watching different iterations of Below Deck because there's Below Deck Mediterranean. I think there's Below Deck Caribbean now. Like Below this Deck. This is the guy in, the, in New Zealand, right? In the New Zealand area, uh, in Oceania. He's the older fellow with the white beard. Yeah, Captain Lee. Yeah, I like him. I, I find him to be too gruff and too mean. He's a I captain work of a yacht. He has to be. You could be. He has if to I be, were a captain, he, he I'd is, be a little he, more lenient. He is a. You can't be. Lenient when you are the captain of a yacht. Well, what happened to Captain Bly when he wasn't lenient? They put him on a ship and sent him off to sea. Like, you have to be a little lenient. I don't know, Tim. I, I think that you, you have to have a certain command of what is going on. You need to be... Well, the yeah, there's who, a line between command and complacency. Yeah, but it's just like how captains have to separate themselves from the rest of the crew. They need to be seen as separate. Much like Jean-Luc Picard of the Star Trek Enterprise, or Star, Starship Enterprise. He never really mingled with the crew. He was just sort of separate from the rest because it, it influences your decision-making. You can't play favorites when you're the captain. You need to I do what is best for the customer and the ship. I guess I'd be like Barack Obama. I'd lead from the crowd. I'd lead from behind. I, I'd want to be amongst the crew and spend time with them and be friends with them and still be able to make my decisions. I, I wouldn't feel like I need to be above everybody else if so, I were the captain. Well, sir, where was the insult there? To... Yeah, that, that, that's, the, that's him taking his veiled shots. But yeah. there's also... Yeah. Actually, not so veiled shots. But when you're dealing with something like an eight-person crew on a yacht and the people that are renting this for like 150k per shot per weekend uh, you need things to go in very strict order and the people that you're dealing with unlike obama when it comes to his management team you know eggheads ivy league eggheads who might have their own ideas but they're going to fall into line these people who are working on the yachts are like vagabonds like who you really some of them are you really need like these are not like the, the highest quality of like strict people there's a reason that they're working on a yacht as long yeah. as you have a good chief steward you as a captain should be re relieved from a lot of those responsibilities and can just sort of relax and spend time with the crew and help to mentor them and if i if i were on that show i think i'd be a really good oh. captain really outside but of the navigational stuff which is <laughs> outside of actually knowing how boats work you know, well, I have a sense of how boats work. I've always wanted to be a member of a yacht club. That is a life dream of mine: is to be a member of a yacht. Club. Tim, nothing is stopping you. I think you from, really good. Nothing at it. is being stopping you from being a member of a yacht club. There's one right by your house, and it probably costs. I like know, two, but I want to own a yacht. You want to own a yacht? Do you? You know, most people well, at the yacht club don't own yachts, right? I, or like a nice, like a nice schooner or something. They, they probably spend more than seven dollars on their phone charger too. And then yeah, they, their what? phone's going to blow up. I was you know going to say from earlier, the ones that potentially could blow up your phone are the $7 ones from the dollar store. They could. Like, so, so, they, so I'm right then. It could blow it up. So, Paul, what you're saying is Tim is right? Of. Tim, phones is that what you're can, saying? Phones can overheat if you have, like, a really shitty charger, and it sounds like you got the bottom of the barrel. Will you quit scaring the guy? <laughs> He can barely use it as a. Now, this is what I thought was going to happen. I mean, it's not going to happen, but it could happen. This is like what, when people watch Fox News, who have no con no conception of a story, and they tune in, it's like, everything is the worst. You're going to die. This is now what you're doing to Tim. Yeah, you'll be fine, Tim. My fears have now been confirmed. I think Below Deck is one of those shows anyway. I think in, you put me in any position. I think I'd be good at it. 
you wouldn't I, last a day on that show. Working any well, of I could the certainly job. cook some of the meals that they're eating. Are oh yeah, really oh, yeah. oh yes, of course. Yeah, Wait, I looked at them. They're like subpar. They're sort of like you'd get like at an all-you-can-eat buffet. It looked like yeah, for like the not like yeah, high class. Yeah, stuff. yeah, the chefs who cook for the crew. But when the people actually come aboard, they have specific needs that they want, and you have to make it their way, or they fucking lose their minds. Well, no, I get. Listen, I can appreciate that. But I'm just saying, like, you'll watch some of the scenes where like everyone is seated down to breakfast or whatever, and you're like, that was. Un, it wasn't extraordinary. You could go to any hotel and get a twenty-five or thirty-dollar breakfast, and it would look like that. Tim, like, at, that's not an extraordinary the, breakfast. Tim, they're at sea. Okay, but they're paying a very big chunk of change to be looked yeah. at. If I were a, a guest on one of those yachts, it's a galley I, I, kitchen. I yeah, the best. It's a galley yeah, well, kitchen. Well, the guy, like he does his five-star best he can do on something. The you breakfast you the is going to be for those pancakes. Put it that way. What, you what just you, like you, uh, your expectations are really out of whack here. The other part of this is like, oh, I could be a good captain. It's no different than when he's like, I, I could survive. Yeah, I could survive the Arctic, but I need 20 minutes and seven breaks to shovel up my driveway. <laughs> or I could survive the Arctic, but I'm afraid of the stairs in my back porch. Like I'm afraid of my phone <laughs> exploding in my car. For good reason, apparently. Apparently not. All right. So what else? Yeah, any more reality shows that you're watching? Because I could do some reality here. Vander could. I mean, Vanderpump is Vanderpump yeah. is canceled because everyone on that show got canceled. So now they can't run it anymore. I feel like those everyone guys. Everyone on that show got canceled. Oh, a lot of them got canceled. Yeah. What am I? I mean, it's it's weird. Like I haven't been watching. I guess that's reality TV, like Below Deck and that it sort is. of stuff. It but is I, reality TV. It's just not a competition show. It's just it's just straight up reality TV. Like the real world was once upon a time reality TV. Yeah, no, but that that's sort of the only thing. I'm, the the crappy thing about this year is we didn't get a true February sweeps. So like the best shows weren't on this year the way they usually are. That also doesn't. So exist. February sweeps stopping. It, it doesn't. That's not actually even a term that networks use anymore because sure they don't. Do. They sure don't. Do. They don't just launch because no one cares about what the ratings are in February versus any other time. That's why you see so many new shows launch in the summertime now. Which, anyway. they, which they didn't do 15 years ago. Not often. You're right. That, but that, now, that was but now they do. Still, ratings. most shows launch in September and January. That's still the predominance of network shows launched there. A, a lot of them do. Some of them launch at mid-season. Other do summer runs at this point. But frankly, when you're looking at it, it's like, you know, is HBO waiting for, for September to launch their show? No. They're going to just no. launch their show whenever. The networks but only do because that's when they have football to vehicle them. So they have Jim Nance and Al Michaels to yeah, tell, to you, into the show. Yeah, to tell yeah. you what's coming on. All right. What's next? Something I've been taking heat for recently. But I looked it up, and I'm right about this, about the medical benefits of it. I get a lot of heat for napping. But here's the thing. All these people who say, oh, you're napping, how lazy, or you're napping, how juvenile. Like, napping is scientifically proven, if done correctly, to be good for your heart, to be good for everything. For example, like when the time change happened, I needed a nap that next day and the day after because I so was completely, my biorhythms were completely thrown off. And there's strong scientific evidence to show that napping is actually very, very good for a person. So instead of like 
you know, uh, stroking your beard and saying, oh, you're just so lazy or it's so blah, 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 or like looking down on someone for napping. Napping is good for you. you, 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 you it's, it's about self-care. And I think self-care I'm is very envious important. of I, someone who can take naps. I have two young kids. I don't know. Yeah. I, like b- I before I had kids, I used to nap all the time. Like, but how okay. long are you napping for? I guess is the question. Like you want to keep it to a 20 minute nap. If you can do that, you then a little longer. You, you see, it shouldn't be because then your entire day is thrown out of whack. No, a half hour nap doesn't ruin. All right, so I, I thought when you said a bit longer, like an hour or something. He like definitely that. Is no, napping no, no, an hour. I, but a half hour, good yeah. solid half hour. Yeah, if you can take a power nap and work that into your schedule, it has huge benefits. Yeah. I when I worked at Fantasy and I was working like eighteen hour days, I would have to have a half hour, twenty minute, half hour nap midday at the office in one of those other rooms, and I'd be able to work till like four o'clock in the morning. It would give me the energy to go on. I'd reset myself. Well, I think it's a good habit for everyone to get into in general is making time to have a nap if you could, when when and where you can do it. Couple of times a week. Well, Tim, we 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 don't all just work for the government. <laughs> Did you still, well, no, but I don't do it on work days. Didn't he just learn Quite how to copy and paste or something? No, he killed the Control X guy. Right. But he did just I learn. No, no, no. I didn't kill the Control X guy. He died of natural causes <laughs> a day or so after I learned what that was. But it's not the same thing. It's not the same thing. So, Tim, what else I, do you have on? I just I just paid my taxes. So you're telling me I'm paying. My taxes, so you can nap and, government and, job. and learn how to type on Microsoft Word. Never, na- no, I would never nap during work. Then who hours. are these people who are who are calling you lazy and all of this for taking naps? Patrick, I never. Oh, hold on, hold on. I never. One no, 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 loves that. naps. He's definitely not. The no, person. no, no. He, no, no. I, he hasn't. But you I called know your. You said people oh, so, were so, calling so he you accused lazy. me wow. and then I had to backtrack. No, 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 not true. And now, it, and now it's backpedal. some people who say this to him. No, no, no. <laughs> so no, it's no, no one. No, no. Is what he you're was saying. quick to say Patrick. Yeah, he's just throwing me under the bus, <laughs> lying. Okay, you know what? Fine. My grandmother criticized me for it. The Almighty always writes. right, Grandma. Criticized me wrong about this. So so what so what yesterday. you're basing your opinion when you first started this segment, you said you've been taking a lot of heat from people about taking a nap, and it's your 80 year old grandma who called you a layabout for Who's taking a, a nap. Who's always I went over right? Visitor yesterday, it was her birthday, and we got into a row about napping. Okay. <laughs> and she said, "Oh, I'm surprised you're here this afternoon. Assumed you'd be home napping." <laughs> and I said. Come on now, that's not fair. Like it's okay to have a nap, and she's like, "Grown people shouldn't be having naps. That's just laziness." And like, then it continued over supper that I was annoyed about. Anyway, so, so I, I figured I'm, if she thinks that, a lot of other people think it too. And so, <clears throat> I would say that people are pro naps, by and large. Pro, like if you put that poll out into the world, Tim, are you pro naps or anti naps? That you would probably be the most successful poll of all time. People love maybe. I am... gives people an excuse to you know pretend how busy they are. Say, oh, I wish I had time for naps. That I'm kind of stuff. like, all right. Sorry, I can't get for me. This whole thing stops and ends with you having to frame this discussion that you were being bullied on this issue by a consortium of unnamed people but it was just your grandma but you were just like calling into your own radio show to raise a topic you wanted brought up and then my father chimed in he agreed with her 
It was a match made in heaven. I'd been trying to cut down on carbs, sugar, and unhealthy food in general, and I realized that I couldn't eat anything. Then all of a sudden, Magic Spoon tells me they want to advertise on the Pat Mayo experience. They send me some cereal, and I keep buying some more. They sucked me in because it's so damn good. Zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, and only four net grams of carbs in each serving. Only 140 calories per serving. It's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, and GMO-free, and you can build your own box. So, available flavors to build your own very custom box are coca, fruity, frosted, peanut butter, blueberry, and cinnamon. Once again, I will tell everyone that fruity is the way that you want to go. It's the only thing that I get anymore. But hey, might as well try them all out and find out which one is your favorite. So, Go to magicspoon.com slash mayo to grab a custom bundle of cereal and try it today. And be sure to use our promo code mayo at checkout to save $5 off your order. And Magic Spoon's so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. Remember, get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com slash mayo and use the code mayo to save $5 off. Thank you, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring this episode. Let's be honest, you're not getting as good of a sleep as you need to be. Whether your problem is falling asleep, staying asleep, or just not feeling rested once you wake up, you're not alone. That last one is the Pat Mayo category, by the way. Not feeling rested once you wake up. More than half of Americans report having trouble with getting enough sleep. At Brickhouse Nutrition, our team of on-staff physicians is on a mission to get heads on pillows and would like to introduce Dreams Sleep Aid by taking science-backed ingredients like melatonin and combining them with natural ingredients from the earth like valerian root and jujube fruit. Dreams is a perfect blend for the perfect sleep. Go to BrickHouseSleep.com and get 15% off your first order at checkout with promo code MAYO. Sound to sleep like a brick. BrickHouseSleep.com, promo code MAYO. Sounds like you said that. It sounds like the world is against you, Tim. Well, I was unhappy. And also we went to get KFC and they didn't get the order right. Because I like to order no wings and extra drumsticks, but they didn't order it that way. And so there were like there were like wings and stuff in the bucket. And like that annoyed me to no end. It's like a waste. It's funny because when I go and get wings myself, I'm a big drumstick over flat, like the of that part of the wing <sighs> type person. But when it comes to KFC, I actually like the wings a little bit better than the drumstick part. Really? Yeah. How is that? Like, I mean, I, I'm the opposite. I, I find, because if, I mean, I haven't eaten KFC in a really long time, but there's a crispiness factor that I feel like is achieved much better on the wing part rather than the drumstick part. Because, you know, who doesn't love the skin at KFC? You get more skin. Oh, well, yeah. On the wing part. And the meat is juicier on the wing part than it is on the drumstick. And it's not like, like when you go and get like 12 wings or a dozen or a pound of wings or something like that, and you're thinking about like the convenience factor of trying to eat them, you know, it's easy to take like a mini drumstick, put it in your mouth and just go and just suck it right off where, uh, where you have like the two bones in, you know, then you have to eat around one of the bones. It's harder to do in that way. So the convenience factor for smaller wings, like when you eat chicken wings, that kind of thing would be one way. But when you go to KFC and everything is larger, I think I would prefer the wing that way. And you I can use, see that. And you use a knife and fork for KFC, don't you? 
Well, I don't like getting my hands greasy, right? Or else you like, have that, to shower. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, I don't have to shower after I eat KFC. Ha ha ha. But no, like if I have to touch it, I'll try to touch it with one hand only so that both hands don't get greasy. And they changed the coleslaw here. And we, we all complained about that yesterday. It used to be that like the bright green like coleslaw, like the Dixie style coleslaw. And now it's like the clearish, like whitish coleslaw. It's just not as good. It, it, it was all very annoying. I'm pretty anti coleslaw, so I, I really don't have. An I love coleslaw when done right. When done right, it's a great salad, but it wasn't quite. Can, can you can you call it a salad? I think so. It's cabbage. I think you can call it a salad. I I, I don't know how to quantify that. I feel when I think salad in my mind, I think healthy, and coleslaw is the opposite of healthy for you. I bet you it's healthier than a Caesar salad. And that's what I was going to say, that there are certain types of salad just based on the stuff that people put on them. Like, I don't, someone will tell me like, oh yeah, I'm eating healthy. I'm having a salad. And then I watch them with their salad. It's just full of cheese, croutons, and as much dressing as they can put on. Like, you are better off having two Big Macs at this point, based on what you've put on this salad. You're not eating healthy whatsoever. So I, I'm always confused. I don't love salads. Um, just because I kind of have that opinion of it where unless you're really juicing it up with the stuff that makes the salad taste really good, it's kind of uneatable. And then at that point, I made I, a salad the other day. It was delicious. And I, it wasn't an inedible. It had lots of bell peppers in it. And it had, uh, let's see, what else did I put in it? Cucumber and uh, shredded lettuce and a little bit of cheese. And I like to use real lime or real lemon uh, juice. Uh, like I drip that on top of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and by real lime, I mean like the little bottle of real lime. So not real lime. So not real. Lime. But that's what it's called. That's that's the name of the brand is real lime. Or real lime. <laughs> that's good marketing on their part. So not a real lime. And how much dressing? Well, I, and how much dressing did you? That's put my on? dressing. That is my dressing. Okay, so that that would be one way to see. I don't know if I would. I would rather just eat something else at that point. That does. Really I like that because I, I made homemade teriyaki salmon, and so I made the side salad to go with. Did that look? That sounds pretty good, Tim. That that, that it sounds, was delicious and that sounds like a very healthy meal very few people will go with like how often do you eat salad do you eat salad because i really don't uh rarely but i don't mind but i'm not i'm like eating it to appease the people that served it to me yeah <laughs> like you're not going out of your way to get yeah. a salad yeah yeah i think i'd just rather like based on what you've just described him i probably wouldn't eat that as a salad i would just cook some rice or quinoa with it or have cauliflower rice and just make it into a stir fry and that's fine, but I there are times where I like the freshness of a salad, uh, and I think it pairs well with. I mean, when I had the salmon, I was like, "Why don't I eat salmon three times a week?" Salmon is so delicious. I don't know why I don't get it more often. It's so tasty and so easy to cook. Uh, it was great, and yeah, I, I, I okay, I'm a salad person. I really like them. Uh, you know, you can do so many weird things with them. You can throw like a hard boiled egg or two in there and cut that up in there for protein. That's delicious and healthy. Or like you can experiment with uh, the, the types of cheeses that you use sparingly, of course, uh, the types of additional, you know, you put radishes. I love radishes. You can slice up radish and put that in there. Type of pepper you're going with green pepper. If that's your thing, little mini jalapenos. If you, as long as you get rid of the seeds and slice those up, they're great in there. Why do you, have you to can play around the, with why it. do you have, why do you have to get rid of the seeds? seeds best. That's the heat. That's where the heat that's, comes that's from. Too, that, that too much heat. You can no, still that, get that's heat. Not too, that's too, not too much heat. Come on now. That, that, that's like the minor leagues of, of heat when it comes to food. Well, I like a little, a little, little touch of heat, but I'm, like, I'm, I'm a mild chicken wing guy. Uh, I, I don't need too much. You shouldn't admit that in public. I'm not afraid. I mean, I, that's why they exist. So, like so, what, you're, so what you're saying is that you have no shame. Back no, I have earlier. shame. Like, I like Frank's Red Hot. I'm not putting that on chicken And I like, like regular Tabasco. Ew. That's gross. That's, that's, 
Dude, well, I like that's the spice I like. Maybe you just have like. Which, by the way, it's far more adventurous than a lot of people I know would find that to be unbearably hot. What? Like even that much uh, spice that I'm talking about. Are, like are I know you, people that. Are you talking about your grandma? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> I tried the death wing. And I could not make it through. We all tried. We I all watched you. We all tried the death. Tim didn't, but we all tried the death wings that day. It did not turn out for well for any of us, except for one of our friends, the other Tim, in our regular chat, who pounded just like killed them. Twenty of them, hottest wings of all I time. It was twenty. Like, I would have said ten. He had an order of them, and he ate the complete order, and he was unfazed while I was, like, having a meltdown, sweating my ass off. And then someone else got some of the sauce in their eye because they were rubbing their eyes, and that's never a great move. And then my – the best was what Artie said. You know, he's just like, you white people in your spices. I'm brown. I can handle anything. He had one bite and ran to the bathroom. I don't like it. Like, I'm more of a medium wing guy. I don't want to be – I don't want to be uncomfortable. I want to like enjoy it. So I feel like, like too much spice. My nose gets stuffed up and like my eyes start to water. Like this is not fun anymore. I don't want it to be like some battle of me versus my plate. Like I like, just want I to- went to, to, I went to Thai express the other day and got this new peanut coconut bowl that they had. And they said, what kind of spice? And I said, go with medium spice. And it was so hot by the end of it. All I could taste was spice. So like that was not enjoyable. really sad that you admitted going to Thai Express. Well, actually, I've been adventurous in trying several restaurants uh, around the city in the last couple of months trying to to, to patronize local businesses. Uh, So you decided to go to a business that is definitely not local. You went to a a giant chain. And and if you're adventuring out of your house and you're going to these new restaurants, you pick Thai Express. I hadn't had Thai Express in a while, and I like it there. And so I walked in and got it, and it was it, it wasn't as good as usual because I did, couldn't didn't like the spice. Okay. What other local restaurants are you going to? There's another place not nearby there that's a local sort of Thai and Chinese mix, where I got their salt and pepper calamari, and uh, what else did I get? Oh, uh, some mango shrimp, which are quite tasty. So you've been to. One chain Chinese or Thai restaurant, then one Chinese food restaurant. And I went to a Greek place as well. Okay. Where I got calamari and a Caesar salad and risotto balls. You're big on calamari. I love calamari. It's delicious. I love seafood in general. Did did you know, and this is something you can actually go Google after the fact. And Tim, this is going to disgust you. Uh Uh-oh. That... Apparently, don't ruin things for me. Don't ruin I, I like, it. I, I, I don't, I, I'm not. I'm not saying that. This, here, I'm, not, I'm not saying that this is the case for all calamari. Uh oh. But pig anus substitutes as calamari if people run out of actual squid because apparently they taste exactly the same. You can Google this and go look it up, and it happens at seafood markets. Okay. Well, I go to. You get some pig anus in your mouth, and it tastes very nice, right, Tim? Well, I can't speak to that but I will assume that the places that I've been patronizing well, the, do well, that. well, the places probably wouldn't even know that this is what they're getting. Like, they wouldn't have any control. It's not like they're catching the squid. So if you're only getting the the rings and no tentacles, dead giveaway. Yeah. You're getting pig anus. Oh, God. Did you only have rings and no... I've had both. Uh-oh. 
God. What's the difference? You said it tastes good, but what does it matter? Well, 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 well it did, but like... Well, it does. It didn't. It, it's not a did. It does taste good. So what's the but difference? That's not what I, but I, I, I wanted... I, I'm sure it was squid. It was very good squid. <sighs> Where else have I patronized recently? Hmm. Now, Tim, Tim's, uh, Tim was off of McDonald's and Diet Cokes for Lent to claim he doesn't have an addiction. And then the only thing he t- talks to us about every day is how much McDonald's he's going to eat as soon as it's over. That sounds no, like a, no, that, no, that's no, classic no, no, no. addict behavior. Oh, you know, I quit heroin for six days. I'm, I'm good now. Let me do some more. I can do it again. I have been remarkably well behaved and haven't touched the stuff in, since uh, the start of start of Lent. And I'm thinking that if, I've, if I continue to be as well behaved as I am, maybe after Easter to reward myself, I could have a blizzard. Ooh, look at that. That's a slippery slope. Well, maybe, but I'll just have like one or two. And before oh, so now, you, we're, now we're up to two. And before you actually able to order one, you'll just go stare at the menu for a little bit. Well, right now, <laughs> right now I'm annoyed because McDonald's has that cream egg McFlurry out. And I'm very concerned it won't be around after Easter because I love them. It's like I love the shamrock shake. I know I won't get that. So my wife has been listening to Cuss Corner recently. She's been catching up and she's like, you're too mean to Tim. And then like five minutes later, she's like, oh, I get why. Because she hears something that Tim <laughs> says. But she did point out that Tim, when you were growing up, were you withheld certain things? Because it was her observation that, like you just said, you, you want to make sure that this McFlurry is still at McDonald's by the time that you can go get it. Like you're so afraid of missing out on these things that always come back. <laughs> It's just like when you there's a sale on something like you need to go get it like that thing would never be on sale ever again. That like what what is the issue with this? Why can't you just wait? Why do you need it right now? Well, it's true. I when I was growing up, I didn't have access to this stuff whenever I wanted. Well, like, no I'm kid worried, did. Like, okay, but like now I can, and I'm afraid that I'm going to miss this stuff when it comes around. Like sometimes things come out and then they never come back again. And like what? That's a good example of this. I like that you have no examples of any of these things that you say. Everything. Oh, I'm just, I'm, I, I get concerned very quickly that when I see things are limited time only, I want to try them right away. Because when I was young and a kid and watched TV, like there would be like something advertised for limited time only. And if I didn't get to go to that place, uh, then I never got it. And I don't want to be that person anymore. About, like, I want to be the county person. fair. Like, what, what are you talking about? Like you would see like McDonald's advertise a burger or something. And it would be like limited time only. And like eight-year-old or 10-year-old me could just go get it. And maybe it was it came and went. And I remember they had like a double, a triple quarter pounder at one point. I remember thinking, I would love to try that. And like it never came back. And so like that will never happen to me again. I'm not going to let that happen to me. <laughs> you, I missed, you missed out, out on a- not missing you can just add an extra patty. You literally, Tim. this is all like about a missed triple quarter pounder as a kid. This is this is something else. Everybody has this in the. I'm sure if you were to comb your own personal experience, like when you were a kid, I, I, no, did you get on. McDonald's. I, I, I don't disagree with Tim that if we all comb something, there's something that we wanted that we never had, then we never got, and then, like you said, we'd have to comb to remember it because most people don't fixate on it. Like but, we didn't. I didn't get fast food a whole lot growing up. And now I feel like I can have it whenever I want. And it's a liberating experience because I can do something I couldn't do before. So like your wife is right that I was withheld these things and now I can have them. And I'm anxious that like I will miss them and never get to. And I will for no reason deprive myself of this thing. 
But you are now a grown adult. Money is no longer a concern for Tim Too Rich. Doesn't even look at the price of things in the grocery store to buy. But you know that this stuff is coming back. And in fact, if it doesn't come back, it probably wasn't worth your time to go get it anyway. Well, yeah, it'll probably come back. But we live in this world now where they're changing everything all the time. And so what if they make some change to it? Oh, like next year, the Shamrock Shake is back, but it's new and improved. Well, I'll lose my mind. I'll absolutely lose my mind because then that was it. I'll never get what I knew ever again because it had to be a mint shake from McDonald's. It's so good. No, it's it's nine. It's a, it's, I want one right now. (laughs) So I I dreamed about Diet Coke again last night. (laughs) Tim told us he dreamt about Diet Coke a few times throughout the week. And that one of his dreams was that he was on like the board at for Diet Coke and he had all these suggestions, but they wouldn't listen to him. <laughs> that was horrifying. It's like I I felt like I was the only person in the room screaming. They were coming up with all these like new flavors, and I was telling them to stop. Like, this is gonna sound so nerdy, and I almost don't know if I want to tell it. Is it gonna sound nerdy or is it gonna sound pathetic? So I it's like I was in the Roman Senate if people can imagine how that looked and the tribune of the, of the people sat in a particular spot in the Roman Senate to veto bills. And I felt like I was like Mark Anthony yelling to veto a bill. Like when all these people, no, it wasn't wasn't being listened to. It was anyway. Yes. Last night I dreamt that I had inherited. I don't have any great uncles alive anymore, but I dreamt I inherited like a thousand cases of Diet Coke from my great uncle. <laughs> I had to figure out how to do with it all because I can't drink all of it. It'll go bad. And like, I was trying to think like what to do with it. Uh, that is not an interesting dream. Just, I dreamt about it again last night. It's been bothering me, but you haven't cracked. No, absolutely not. I haven't cracked. I'm not going to crack. I'm not, I'm not addicted, which I've proven. Tim, I would say, like, I, you would know better than me. I, I don't think he cracks often. Like, I think he's very stubborn and persistent. Yeah, but that's, in, in that's that. not how addiction works, though. It's not like I gave this up for two months. I'm no longer addicted to this thing. Oh, I'm not doubting that, but he's able to, like, self-impose willpower at any time, I mean, he did once make a bet with our friend that he could stop smoking any time he wanted for 24 hours and crack 20 minutes later. Well, that's because he was thinking about the 24 hours. <laughs> yes, exactly. I could have lasted a lot longer than 20 minutes, but I was like, I'm not going to make it. We had, we had plans that next day. Like, we're going golfing or something. Like, there's no way I'm going to make it through a round of golf. Like, I, Have you ever, but, well, I mean, you probably had to say you had to bookend your golfing round with showers. You ever smoked in the shower? No, I, I don't quite know how that would work either because I... You like you wouldn't want to get the cigarette wet with like you know it's like bad enough if you're in the rain smoking and a drop falls on it, so I I can't it's like the people who say they like they they would drink in the shower I I don't get that there's a lot of people who drink uh, in the shower they're not drinking like they're they're probably like pound of beers in the shower well that's what I mean like I I just can't understand that I'm in the shower I'm there to clean myself uh I'm multiple, not there to do anything else. <laughs> all right last it's usually twice a day last one for me. Tim, are you familiar with the concept of both birthday week and birthday month? <laughs> you know that I am. <laughs> are you the type you of a friend who loves birthday week? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Gets real angry. 
has a oh, birthday week. That is true. He would he would be the type of person to have a birthday week. This is the most. There are very few things where I feel like I I get like t- all Tim about, but this is one of them. This is I find it pathetic. Birthday week. I had a girlfriend before I met my wife. Uh, one of the main reasons we broke up because she decided to have birthday two weeks. Like every day, it's her birthday. It's like, no, your fucking one day is your birthday. If we can't celebrate on that day, we'll pick another day to go to celebrate. I'll get you something. It's just, it was crazy. You are very silent. Like you are very silent on this. No, I agree. Oh, okay. I thought you I were don't like, even oh, like no, it when you like celebrate the. No, I agree. Like, I even, because I totally like 100% agree. I actually think grown adults who throw their own birthday party are the worst. Uh, I will go the other way on that. I think it's sometimes good for people to no. th- plan their own parties out because then they get to pick the day that they want to do it. If people can come, they can come. Okay, sorry, let they me rephrase it. There, there are people that are like very annoying about coming to their birthday. That that bothers me. Um, yeah, birthday week is really annoying. It's really annoying. I got, I will admit though, this year I caught myself, I was running so pure in the week of my birthday that like I refer to like it being my birthday week in the sense that I recall I hit an insane, that insane camo autograph prism Herbert in a break. <laughs> and then the next day I hit a big Hunter Henry first touchdown on a Thursday night football and then so you were the, just having a lucky week. Yeah, and then the next day, like, the, the weekend was my birthday, and I won my big home league semifinal. So I was like, birthday week, I'm running pure, get out of my way. Well, I almost but, feel like someone then I acknowledge yours is deserves a birthday week because you have such an unfortunate time of year to have a birthday. Oh, like with Christmas? Sure. Yeah, being yeah, like yeah, five yeah. days before Christmas, that's kind of unfortunate. But I even, like, at the end of my birthday week, even apologized. Like, I think I put up a tweet, like, birthday week is, like, the worst thing ever. But there's another birthday theme now. Oh, what is it? And I only know this. Did you do it? No, because it was recently Justin Herbert's birthday. Justin he, Herbert, the new Justin Rose. Yeah, settle down. He turned 23 <laughs> years old, and like it was all like even Chargers Twitter and like NFL Twitter were like, it's his Jordan year. Oh no! Like I don't remember being an age, and then like referring it to. Um, so your champagne birthday wasn't a big one for you. No, I don't know what. Yeah, but listen, nobody likes you when you're 23. That's what I was told. I missed a joke. Blink 182 song. What's my name again? Okay. We didn't no. all listen to Dave Matthews 24 7. We listened to other bands. Some of us growing up. So. We, 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 yeah, growing up, you, yeah. you listened to bands from 25 years ago? Yeah, actually, probably. And then that's a 90s band. Anyway, uh, I get what you're saying. It's like, like, it's like the, 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 what's that? When you talk about the Jordan year, what's that movie where Wilford Brimley is in? And once you cross cocoon? That, the eight, firm, yes, the cocoon line. No, no, the firm is the firm. I was just totally like, Wilford Brimley is in the down. firm. I don't know. Yeah, he's in the firm. He is. Yeah, but he's scared. The, I don't know who'd be scared. Like Tom Cruise is getting chased by Wilford Brimley. I mean, the man has he di- is moving. The Wilford man, Brimley is moving. The man has diabetes. Like I don't think he's the best heavy to send after Tom Cruise, who's he very adept at running. Very adept in that. If he's not doing his own stunts, I don't know. But he, he anyway, I think it's, I think it's Cocoon, where once you re- pass the age that he was in Cocoon or something, like that's a, a thing that you see. Uh, birthday week is, done. I, I kind of even get annoyed when people like celebrate their birthday on the Saturday, but their real birthday isn't until like Wednesday. 
No, no, that, 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 is, that is completely acceptable. That's what are you it's talking allowed. about? Your birthday is allowed to be on That is actually more beneficial to everyone to do it that way. But then as long as you don't spend the whole night saying, but it's not my actual birthday. Yeah, you're, you're still referring to like the same person that we're talking about here. <laughs> no, no, not. <laughs> uh, just, I think like if you're like, we're going to celebrate on the Saturday, like that's it. Like that's your birthday. Okay, that's we're celebrating it. Yeah, yeah you're allowed. I agree. Yeah, I agree. That's, that's like when that's you're your birthday, with your friends. That's your birthday party on your actual birthday yeah, with wife, your like wife. parents and yeah. your wife. You're allowed to like still blow out a candle. That sure, but it, it should be very like anyway. You're like you've split up your amount of no birthday makes total that, sense. Yeah. Like okay, me and my friends are going to go out on this night, but like I'm going out for dinner with my wife and parents on this night. I think that's. Like, on the actual day. Yeah, or whatever day that you can pick that people are free to go do it. And here's the thing. It's not that I'm against one person celebrating. If, they, if people want to do birthday week, do birthday week. Just know that everyone else in your life thinks you're a fucking moron. Yeah, don't obligate other people to believe that they should also, like, respect the fact that the three days after your birthday is somehow attached in any way to your birthday. Yes, because it... it, it because if you do it and it's harmless, like there's no big deal about it. But the kind of the people that we're referring to, the kind of person that would want to have a birthday week would then have like five separate events that you that they would feel that you should go to to go do it. It's like, I don't have that much time. Well, I'll, I'll make the plan to go do it once. We'll do it once. It'll be great. Now that's it. I want to hear about it for a year. Oh, we are in complete lockstep agreement on this. I think most people come down on that side because everyone, the birthday week slash birthday month people are very, uh, Few and far between, but everyone knows one. Of course. Grown-ups that care about their own birthday are also, that's weird in and of itself. I enjoy my birthday. I have not done anything on okay, my birthday I don't for two mean, straight years. I don't mean sucks. not enjoy it. I mean like a build-up, like, uh, no, like, I, uh, the like milestone birthdays that really matter now. Yeah, no, like your 40th will be important. Yeah, but that just makes me depressed. So like 36. Well, there's that too. 36 is going 36 is going to be fun. But like my friend so said kids that are 30 were like born in, or like 91. It's weird. Yeah. Isn't that terrifying? Weird. Not, yeah, not really. Weird. That's just, you know, math. It's not terrifying. Yeah, it's just math, but it's just No, but when I think of something happening like 10 years ago, I think like 2004. Yeah, cuz not... you seem to have no concept of time. Or the movement of any th- progression. Whether it be well, no, technology or... Yeah, you just got a phone charger in his car for the first time ever. Which apparently, Hall tells me, is now dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> when you start getting older, you only have so many friends at this point. That's especially, true, especially true. like, localized ones that can actually, like... I don't know, like, if you told me tomorrow, like, Jeff's like, hey, it's my birthday, we're having a thing, like, that would be tough for me to get to because I have a wife and two kids, and we got to figure out what to do with the kids in order to leave the house. And, like, quarantine and, like, COVID aside, just in normal times, you know, I would have to figure out how I was going to do this. So I need a ton of time to, like, give you a date so I can kind of figure it out, if you know what I mean on that front. Yes, 100%. So I have a friend who, I mean, Paul's birthday is, like, three days after mine, but we have two separate sets of friends that we can go celebrate with. Well, you know, celebrating together at the same time. But I have a very close friend, uh, and our birthdays are like eight days apart. So we just pick one day, whether it's like closer to his or closer to mine, whether it's convenient for everyone else. And that's just the day that we can get together. And then it's two birds with one stone. People don't need to go out two weekends in a row because that's tough for a lot of people as, you know, 40 inches closer, even fuck after 30. Uh, 
depending on like when you do it, because people still work like weekends and stuff like that, that it's just tough for everyone to get out. Pick the one day and combine it together. That would be my solution too. That's that's seemingly worked out well for us in the past. Last time I was at a combined birthday, I got a cake smashed in my face. <laughs> when was this? A few years ago now, three, four years ago. No, I wasn't there for that. Did Butts do it? No, no but... I he says that he wasn't uh you know encouraging it, but I, I think he was the mastermind. But you have no evidence of this. <laughs> well, the, he, he stepped out of the way at the right moment. Because <laughs> he saw it coming? Maybe. It's it's hard to know. Didn't bother <laughs> me. I actually thought it was kind of funny, but um all right. So I only have one little thing left. Do you have anything left, Tim? <clears throat> Nothing evergreen. All right. So I was thinking. I don't know how this is going to work, but Tim knows I have a fascination with Facebook. Scribble on me blank. Yes, crap. When you can switch it over to pirate mode. That that was a good over 10 years ago, by the way. That's when we lived in Calgary in 2009. Yes, a while ago. But the only people that I really have left on Facebook are all people like I tangentially know or don't know whatsoever. You have crazy people on and your Facebook. The all most you have is crazy people. They are just insane people. And I just, I, I get a lot of enjoyment. Like elementary school? Just people like... that I may have been in like eighth grade with, that kind of thing. People I've met over the years. But when like oh, Facebook was its thing, it was just like anyone, yeah, anyone you, add, any add, classmate add. ever get but in there. The, yeah. I, I go on it so rarely that the only things that I ever click on to like read or go see are just like people's crazy like memes that they post. Like, what is wrong with this oh, yeah. person? And like, but because like when you click on one person, then they get activated in the algorithm in your feed. So you only see what these people are. So I showed Tim my Facebook feed one day and it's like the most insane shit in the world. Basically, like if you go to insane people of Reddit or of Facebook on Reddit, like I was going to say, yeah, that's half my feed just based on these insane people. So what I was thinking was to bring some of this joy to other people that I know and to turn my Facebook account into a satire account that I didn't tell people was a satire account. And then I would just post start posting insane stuff, too. Like, wouldn't that be great, Tim? People like, what's wrong with Pat? He's, you know, he's really into this 5G conspiracy now. I would I would not be surprised if I got texts from people asking me if you were okay. Probably. And you'd have to say, like, I don't know. Have you been around like, any 5G lately? And then you could do it too through text. Like he told me that Martians are living in, in people's brains. <laughs> but it would be so easy to do. And it'd be hard yeah, to course. discern whether the person was being serious or not. Because mm. I, feel, I feel like most people are being they serious. They are being serious. It. They are. Oh yeah, they're sincere in their craziness. Many people, and on my personal Facebook page, <clears throat> and there's more. What of do these I care? People that are like very in the like climate that we're in, whether it be believing in you know the degrees of belief in the virus or your political things, like people are so hardcore. Like in my group chat, there's very often someone like posts something from someone we all know, tertiary yeah. new, at some you know like. Whether it's like at extreme levels of like both sides of the craziness going on. The whole thing would be is think about how little awareness you because it comes back to your thing about like shame, Tim, is that, you know, when you do something shameful, you're aware that it's shameful and you just assume that these other people have no shame, but maybe they feel it too and they just don't care. That is there a certain level of awareness that these people just don't have? Is that the part that lacking self-awareness is a real thing? Yeah. So uh, sometimes it's lacking self-awareness. 
sometimes it's a need to prove how brilliant someone is by proving that they understand this complex thing that you never really thought about before. Sometimes it's just delusion. Some people are just sometimes deluded. Uh, but all the people that I see doing it are like, at least the people that I've met in my real life are known morons. <laughs> like there's no like super sharp people doing this. No. Well then they, some, sometimes it's a showing off thing. Like oh, I'll prove to you how smart I really am because I know this thing. That smart you people don't never realize. need to like try to prove to anybody that they're smart, especially on Facebook. Yeah. Sometimes people are just unhinged. Like you, like the world has all kinds of people in it. Yes, yes, Paul. Facebook just kind of uh, creates it, like, because of all the groups and stuff. It just creates, like, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, like an echo chamber? An echo chamber for, so, like, you build up confidence by being in that echo chamber. Everyone's like, you know, you may have crazy takes, but you, my friends on Facebook also have these crazy takes. So it seems normal. It normalizes it. And then other people on the outside see it, and they're like, that person's whack. Yeah, I can see that. But at some point, like, are you just unable to discern, like, fake and not necessarily, like, there's stuff that, you know, maybe I don't know the answer to that someone, like, will post, like, if I see a meme on Facebook about anything, I just assume it's fake and that just whatever stats are, are made up. You know, if I really am that concerned about it, I'll go look it up, see if they're right or they're wrong or I just don't care and move on my way. And then I'm not turning around and spouting that as fact. But I keep getting these spam emails from PayPal, but it's PayPal with a capital I at the end and not an L. So, you know, it's a very clearly a phishing scam. And the font that it's delivered in is, like, borderline comic songs fan uh, font where i know that you know paypal wouldn't be sending them. then i look at the email address that it's sent from it's not from at paypal.com it's from thousands of letters and numbers all jumbled together by a you know a bot.com like who is following for this besides anyone like seven people are credulous but like 70 year olds i can see who are not familiar with technology but i've known like a couple like 30 35 year olds who follow for this stuff it blows my mind like it's it, a percentage it, thing, right? It, if if you throw it, it out, it couldn't look. At least jazz it up so it could look real. Yeah. But if your goal is, I send it's a if it's a volume play. If I send it out to two hundred thousand people and three people fall for it, maybe that's the, the ratio I need to make a killing. So why would I jazz it up? Because I'm I'm doing fine as it is. Yeah, like, but, but you but you still spent the time to program this like virus phishing scam email. You'd think you'd spend the extra five minutes to dupe more people into it by making it look like it's very clearly something real instead of something that's very clearly fake. I, I get it, but for some people, it's like I'm just going to slap this thing together as quickly as I can. And if again, one in a thousand, if one in ten thousand, if one in a hundred thousand fall for it. Uh, I'm in the money. Anyway, to my point, I try not to go on Facebook because it makes me sad. But then I go into like my aunt's always commenting on things. And for whatever reason, I can see what her comments are on these random things. I think she must spend all day on there yeah. fighting with people in comment sections over like COVID. Weird. It's crazy. Crazy. Twitter and Reddit are no different. Mm. Uh, I would say it's a little bit different. Little. Not much. It's I mean, all terrible it, it actually i find reddit to be incredibly helpful like there are certain it things can that, be. there are certain it can things, also be incredibly dark yeah it can be incredibly dark it depends on what you go to but if you like it's 
no different than like YouTube. If you go and YouTube something that like how to something, YouTube is incredibly helpful. If you do at the same, least, if you do Reddit is curated. If you do that on Reddit, you can find very helpful. Like yeah, when, for when sure. it comes to like setting up a studio or setting up wiring or why is my Adobe audition fucking up in this very specific way, there will be a Reddit forum with people giving like legit answers to things. It can be very very helpful. I don't see the point of like going back and forth, like fighting with someone over like the royal family or something like that. that or seems, Sam Darnold. That seems, yeah, or Sam Darnold. That seems crazy to me. No, it does. And but, just like Twitter has its uses where like if a news story is breaking, you get information right away and that can be really important. Or you get to see sort of the unguarded thoughts of people that you never get to read. Like there's obviously really good uses for it. But at the same time, it's just a black blackened yeah. website of There's darkness. There's a cesspool of... Uh... Uh, a cesspool. And, and Reddit can be like that, too, except Reddit is curated. I remember but reading I curate, the story, I can curate podcast. my Twitter yeah, you, experience. Where somebody yes. said, like, the, the, the Reddit site, like, r slash T, like, T-E-A-T, like, the the uh, the moderators just had to stop allowing posts about whether T is healthy or not. Because <laughs> it was turning into such viciousness that they just said, okay, we're just taking this conversation off the table. We're not, it can't happen anymore on this site. Like Twitter doesn't have that type of power where it can say, okay, this conversation about vote uh, fraud or coronavirus or whatever, we're just taking this part of it off the table because you people can't behave yourselves without descending into childish name call. I, I, uh, would th- I would think that if you only looked at Twitter and never looked at a tweet that began with an at symbol, so just no replies on Twitter, you only just saw what people tweeted, it would be fine. I think the quote tweet function has been one of the worst developments because this just gives people a chance to, it encourages people to dunk on other people, which is a terrible, terribly addictive and fun thing to do. (laughs) (laughs) This is the problem. Like it's a lot of fun to dunk on somebody who does or says something moronic, but it's not good for the culture. It coarsens our discourse. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I agree. I think with, with all of that, uh, the retweeting function is also in some ways awful and the favorite slash like is also awful. I think if we got rid of all of those things where you couldn't know how many people retweeted, how many people liked, how many people like, uh, like propped up your tweet we would have significantly better discourse if there were just replies. Well, that actually happens with Instagram between, I don't know if it's the rest of the world, but between Canada and the United States, if you're in America and you're on Instagram, uh, it is public how many people have liked or hearted your photo. In Canada, only the person who put out the photo can see that public number. Like, it's not a public number. Only you can see it. I think that's a great idea. And in part, I mean, I wish that you couldn't know that yourself either because some of this stuff on twitter and and reddit for the same thing when it comes to upvotes or retweets is something that taps into our like basic psychology that likes reassurance and likes the compliments and likes the attention and of course because it's it can be thrilling it can be fun i'm as guilty as the next person of like really enjoying that stuff but i also know that you can't run a railroad that way that in the long run, that run, that that results in 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 negative and warped incentive structures. So the solution is perfect abstinence. Get rid of that stuff. I think, like I said, if we got Twitter, Instagram, Reddit to just simply replies where you couldn't upvote or downvote, I I think that that 
discourse would be significantly better. But there are some people who are only interested in building their brands on Twitter. I mean, that, that re- also, I mean, that's the main reason that I have Twitter. Okay, but like, I'm not so sure that if that's what people are using Twitter for, that Twitter ought to exist. Maybe so my, we'd be better but, off without it. But where? how else am I going to be able to market myself? I can't do it that way. I think it's a very thorny issue. I don't know. I'm wondering whether that benefit outweighs the negative of people who use it to build their brand. Like, think of the people who had like 12 followers until they became the daily responder to whatever nonsense Donald Trump tweeted out. And then they had 600,000 followers because every time Trump would tweet something, they would tweet, you're going to prison. You know, Comey knows everything. Or, or the other way you're doing great boss or exactly the opposite. You're, you're right about that. Like those types, like those people are only on Twitter to amass attention for themselves. I actually I'm laugh saying, at people that responded to Trump. It's funny like, of people on my timeline. If you were a person who like responded to Trump tweets, I don't like even either as direction, if he ever read you, them. you just got unfollowed. Like, yeah. what are you doing? Like, you're, like, like you want to you want to talk about a waste of time mm-hmm. and a more hey look at my stance type thing? Like, no one gives a fuck. Yeah. Like, but seriously. it's not just on his Twitter account where it was happening. You name the celebrity. You name the person. There are people who are dedicated to the proposition of tweeting or retweeting or comment. And like that's how they're building their brand through saying the most negative or caustic or crazy things. And if, if that's where we're going, maybe the negatives outweigh the positives and Twitter should just shut down. I don't understand what the net result is. Like, what's the gain for these people when you talk about like branding? What are they? They don't seem to be selling anything. Clicks attention but what opportunity in the future but but clicks don't clicks don't do anything if you're not actually monetizing the platform i don't understand what the point would be for those for that for that but but they aren't if you know someone walks into an interview with a tech company says i have seven hundred thousand followers that makes that person an incredibly attractive no it doesn't why, 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 why would a tech company care how many followers you have? They know if or you're like a company it, that you're interested it, in working for in terms of uh, social media relations or whatever. You can imagine unquestionably how having that type of following you can leverage uh, to your advantage. No, see, I, I would highly disagree with that. That would almost be a negative depending on what you were doing. I would say it works better in the category of being an influencer of any sort of kind. And whether that's the people on Instagram who are super hot and get paid to take like bikini pics with use this oil on your skin next to it, or someone like me who, you know, gets paired up with different sites. I direct people to go to these sites. I try to pick and choose the ones that I like that I actually use to show off to everyone else. But like something like fantasy national, like, I mean, well, I co-founded the site. Like if I hadn't, and they had approached me like, Hey, I like this site. They're like, Hey, do you want to help us sell this? Absolutely. And I, that's what I would be using Twitter for anyway. That's how I would try to monetize it. But not everyone, I don't have a problem with that. But, but, I, but why is it okay if I do it, but not okay if someone else does? And they're not even selling anything. They're just being crazy. Well, this is the, this is the dilemma is that we have to draw a line somewhere, and I'm not sure where the line is. And I'm just as inclined to say, let's not draw lines, lines at all. Let's get rid of the thing rather than draw a line. Because at some point, it just becomes... I don't know, like coarsening. Like, I don't think it's good because things like Twitter and Instagram and Reddit have such an outsized impact on popular culture and on politics and on the things that we see. Like, they have, like, we should be especially concerned about them. 
and we should be especially critical of their warping uh, powers and forces when, when we when we encounter them. So maybe I should hold them to higher scrutiny, and maybe it's just not worth it. Maybe we are just immiserating ourselves through it. And while some people definitely benefit, and there are benefits for them, society as a whole would profit from it disappearing. I would say Instagram is a bit more of the happier of the social medias. For now. It's just hard to be super negative on Instagram. Well, it's very, it's also the phoniest, I would argue. It's super phony, but at least it's not like but sad phony. Phoniness is the least. Yeah, but at least phoniness is a sin that, while it's annoying, it's not going to cause complete and utter. Yeah, who cares if I'm like taking a picture of the consequences. best. Yeah, who cares? Like, let someone take a picture of their best like minute of the day. We all Versus know, like, the rest someone, of the day isn't isn't that great. Yeah, right, sure. Whatever. Or someone with a blue check mark who can make money by, you know, pirating questionable theories about vaccines to discourage people from taking them because they're making money from a company to uh, from a rival company or something uh, under the auspices of well, free speech and stuff like that. I, I just think that the negative sometimes outweighs. The, the positives and human nature is such that we are inclined towards clickbait and that's why clickbait is very effective because it, again it clicks into that sort of preternatural part of our brains that want the attention and the confirmation and if we know that about ourselves and we can't like the u.s constitution does harness self-interest to public means if we can't do that with twitter and with facebook well maybe we should just break them up Maybe we should just rip them up and try again or not try again. Well, that, that would be a bit more difficult because it's a worldwide thing. They'd be like, yeah, we can't have the telephone anymore. No, but you know what? If the United States simply said, oh, you know, you can't have Twitter, uh, Twitter just, Twitter could just shut down itself. Yeah. Why would they do that? I don't know. Maybe we could, I, I, this, again, these are thorny problems. It's one of the things where we'd probably be better off if it did shut itself down. But they never. But would. it'd be very why, why hard they? to. <laughs> They're a business. Why would they just be like, "Hey, we're closing our doors"? Sorry. It's a it's a very complicated thing because their product is it, it can't this if you this is where it's complicated because yes they are a business but their impacts go beyond business so much that they could just be considered public trusts and if that's the case the government can regulate them all they want. That's a different argument. And you can just regulate them out of existence. Potentially plausible. But. Absolutely. If you just want to say Google is a, is a public trust, it's not actually a private company the way we, and we're just going to say you can't, can't exist anymore. We have to break you up. The government, of course, can do that. If so, it wants. so basically they're going to nationalize these places? No, they would just break them up. This happened with Standard Oil, for example. Uh we, we have seen examples of it in the past, but it, I'm not even saying I, I support so, that. So, I'm just saying. So, so let's say, like, like to take the example of Standard Oil. It's not like, you know, eight to twenty different things just came up and took their place. That's all we would see. But at least then, perhaps that diversity of various places doing similar things would cordon it would be like a cordon sanitaire for the worst stuff it would only be happening over here it wouldn't have but the, the, the corrosive but effect is, on, the, on the good things yeah but that is exactly what has happened I, I think you really overestimate the impact and user base of twitter versus all of these other ones twitter is like the low 
person on the totem pole here. Like that is a very select segment of people who use Twitter. It is, but way, I think it has way, influence. way more. It, it's because a lot of the people that are on it are like journalists and writers and that kind of thing. Cause that's their preferred social media to communicate with. But I think it's like eight to 10 times as many people use Instagram. Or even the TikTok. I believe that, but Instagram doesn't move the world in, in the same way, right? Like, well, but, you, but, but you don't know. You don't even your have world. It, it doesn't move your world that way. To a twenty-two-year-old, it probably does. Okay, yeah. but public policy doesn't get shifted by, based on Instagram. Well, you don't know. That. Twitter does that. You know the the various. I mean, I don't want to get into it, but like the various things about cancel culture. It isn't Instagram that's causing that. It, 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 the the social media mobs people talk about those are Twitter mobs. But I mean, I, I don't know whether some brands should even have a political stance, right? Like, why does Coca-Cola have to have an opinion on anything? Why does, you know, why do why does uh, Ruffles have to have an opinion on anything? They, they don't. Other than potato but, chips. But they don't necessarily have an opinion on these things. What they're looking at are the opinions coming out and trying to align themselves with what they think is going to be best for their business. Because a lot of it right now is if you're not like pro-wokeness and pro-left, then you're going to lose that entire consumer base where the other side just doesn't really care. They're going to eat Ruffles. Yeah. I like Pepsi tried to have uh, the Jenner girl solve racism. Yeah. It, Did, backfired. it backfired on them. Yeah. So like if you're like you're almost placating to the mob a little bit as these corporations because you don't want to lose that consumer base. If you think that ever like because and like there's the big part of this with everyone in the middle who just doesn't give a shit about any of this yeah. stuff. And yeah. that's the majority of people. They just want to buy the product yeah, they, they like. Yeah, they just want to eat fucking chips. Yeah, they just want to eat <laughs> chips or eat the soda. That's their favorite. Paul? That's it. This is like when uh, Chicken Sandwich Place, what's it called again? Chick-fil-A. Popeyes? Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. Oh, yeah. when, the, when one arrived in Toronto, I, I went to it. But I was like ashamed. I didn't want to like say on social media I'd went to it because I thought that left wing people would be mad at me. I don't really give a shit either. Like they, I don't, I don't agree with what they, yeah, what they also, think. But like, but like a chicken sandwich, part I, of, it, a chicken sandwich is a chicken sandwich as far as I'm concerned. Like, but I it's can also just, not for, part of Paul's brand to like share his lunch on Twitter. Yeah, so he's no. like, there's really no point in me yeah, sharing. Well, what this. is the upside of this? all so, I'm gonna get are the people that like, yeah. Yeah, the only attention yeah. I'm going to draw is going to be negative attention. <laughs> but I was kind of a sh- like this. me and my friend that, that went together, like because like all that stuff was out in the news. We're like, all right, we just can't really tell anybody because like people are going to judge us for eating a chicken yeah. sandwich. When well, at the well, end of the I day, it's just a chicken just sandwich. Bad. I think it's just as bad that a company like Chick Fil A has unwoke open opinions as it is when some other company has openly woke opinions, like. It's a chicken sandwich place. Yeah, but all it doesn't of, but have this, to have a view on yeah, but these viewpoints this, are just or the other of type the, of equality. Yeah, but these, you should just be silent but, about it. But, these no, but it was a southern. It was a southern chicken joint that was just appeasing to the southern base of consumer. I don't. I, don't, I, don't, I take I don't the MJ know. view, which is that Republicans buy sneakers too. So I'm not going to do anything to upset them. Yeah. Either. But just not take a stand. But, but then they but, live their. But they live their truth by being closed on Sundays and like leaving cash. The line in that drive-thru on a Sunday would be enormous. It also creates demand for the rest of the week. Too. Oh, yeah. there's not, Nothing makes you want Chick-fil-A more than seeing a closed Chick-fil-A. But I'm when, sure that that's true. But when a corporation has a political opinion about anything, it's usually a marketing strategy. Usually. Most of the time. Even when it's... Or they're just saying to the, to the mob, eat me last. Which is not a strategy, but that's probably what they're taking. Like, Did you see the Burger King on uh, National Women's Day? 
Like they to read like what they wrote in the actual like op-ed sure. piece and the advertisement was like it it made a lot of sense the way that they tried to market it did not that did not work out for them whatsoever. But like, of course not. But that nonsense wouldn't even that, that that type of nonsense article wouldn't have come out 15 years ago because no one would be trying to one up each other on how socially conscious they were 15 years ago. Like it would, you could just say that Burger King supports uh, developing and and sponsoring women to help cook with this out of the other. Well, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't call it nonsense, but because of this, we're seeing more people of whether it be whether it be women or whether it be people of color get elevated up into spots they wouldn't normally get because people are actually talking about this now. This is act- and that's and good. this is an actual going concern. So that's if that's going to be the outcome of all of it. I mean, it doesn't seem like it's that huge of a problem. No, listen, I, I think it's great to see people who are particularly in the past marginalized get opportunities to, to do things. I, I think that's all great, but. The big but, red the, headline that says the but the, the butt of that part is it's like it's good. There is no butt. Like so, you have to deal with a shitty headline that like. Well, but the cares? butt is you don't need to have crazy headlines like that to do things like that. The butt is you don't need to try to one up some other company on social media to do it. You, you could just do it. Yeah, I mean, but if you're not pressing people's feet to the fire, especially these giant corporations, they won't do it. Bill, let's talk. Isn't that just a glorified public relations campaign yeah, that comes ab- with absolutely. a tax write-off for and, and a charitable it, and it donation? Does, and I do think that it helps a lot of people. I don't doubt that. They put out but a lot a of huge, great pieces, but it is just write-up. a PR marketing campaign that also gets a big tax write-off included in it. Yeah, absolutely. And then they lay everyone off the next day. Womp, and, they use, and they use that as a shield for it. I, I, yeah. But again, it's like the whole thing with the layoffs. It's like they're allowed to still do something nice, charitable, and run a their corporate business as they see fit. The timing sucks, but they're a, like they're a business. They're allowed to operate like a business, and they're oh, yes. allowed to have incredibly charitable endeavors. One shouldn't mean they can't do the other, but optics at that level do mean a ton. Well, I think that's what Tim's getting to, is that once you start taking, like, I mean, I don't think that anyone is saying that Bell being pro getting more mental health out in the world, funding for that is a bad thing. Everyone thinks that's a good thing. Yeah. But when you, because just the commentary the day after when they lay off like 100 people, it's like, well, how is that good for people's yeah. mental health? It's like, well, should they just not even do it then? And the, yeah. Or somebody tweeting it, tell us, well, what's your view on mental health? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> don't, why don't you have this out there? Like, that's not healthy either, right? Yeah, like, and then Sportsnet has to then, like... Probably pro-mental health. Yes, you're right. That They're also pro-mental health. Yeah. But they don't... Do they have to have a day about it, too? Do they have to have... Anyway, did, like... I remember a couple of years ago, every time something would happen, people would ask Taylor Swift what her opinion was on this issue. How she said that, I think it was 2016 or 2017, was a great year for her. And people lost their minds at her. Because she wasn't speaking about this political issue, that political issue, and then was forced, I, I think, to support a political candidate in Tennessee who lost because she picked a Democrat. But, like, who cares what Taylor Swift's opinion on the budget is? Or who cares what her opinion is on whether the election was stolen? But she can get people to vote. Care. Yeah, that, that, like, that, that's, that's the thing. thing. She, you don't care, but there are people who there do. There are people care. that care because she can literally, like, get votes activated. Like crazy, when I say it, like Oprah. Like, like it's why do I care what Maytag thinks about these things, or what General Motors I, thinks about I, these things? I don't. I couldn't care. Why should anybody care? Why should they be forced to prove just how just how noble they are? 
And we all know that that these giant corporations aren't noble. They're just telling you what you want to hear for the moment so you don't turn on them. Like Tim, the same way you got all all triggered. I don't think that's true. I think they're being staffed with people in their 20s and 30s and late teens who late teens have you, these people can't like someone like, who's 19 or 20 yeah there's, there's just a lot a lot a lot of opportunity in decision making at corporations for 19 year olds tim so tim. maybe that's too young but i think there's definitely people in their 20s and 30s who cannot disassociate public and private life and who want maytag to have a public a public facing view on this social issue or that social issue you also which would not have been I, and I think that's only going to happen more and more and more. Well, there's there's a part of this, too, where let's say, yes, because of the social team, they want a certain branding to go out there. Because, as you said, a lot of people can't separate their business and personal life. It's all just one thing to them. But most of those people are under 40. So the campaigns that they're running for these sorts of things, if they are a big brand, they even take something like Maytag, for example. The people that have that as a part of their life, like even people like our age, our business and personal life is pretty intertwined at this point. We're kind of out there, uh, me more so than anyone, because this is you know the, the realm that we live in. It's part of that because we're selling personality in a certain way along with the content. But a lot of people do live their lives these way. And the only people seeing that content are the people under 40. My grandma, who couldn't care less about this shit, isn't on Instagram. Yeah. So also- they're never seeing it. So it's almost like a two-pronged marketing campaign. That And the people that are using social media that are under 35 or under 40, I would bet you tend to be a bit more woke than people older than that age, too. So it actually fits their needs and fits those consumers, by and large, of the people who use these platforms more than anyone else. I agree. Let, let's just remember, Tim got triggered because he had to drive by a green KFC sign. Because they just oh, wanted listen, to I'm, showcase that they have other options. Yeah, they have they have green options. <laughs> yeah, they have, get I'm hardly KFC. innocent, but I have my concerns that you know six or seven years ago people would say, well, the nonsense that goes on on university campuses when people get out into the real world, what they're going to find is that things are much different. And I think the opposite is true that they, people are taking sort of the radicalism of the campus and are forcing it upon businesses. He's and a bit right about businesses that. are losing and the campuses are winning and like. Stuff that went on at campuses was crazy sometimes. And anyway, that, I, I think that that is a cautionary tale that the the campus, uh, the views that like someone in college would have extreme views because you're college, you're supposed to be experimenting with ideas and stuff. Like those people are taking over businesses. Like when they get into the real world, they no, are making see, the real world look like them. I, I somewhat disagree with that. I think that you're seeing an extension of potentially this, campus culture extend on because so many people who graduate college just aren't getting jobs and they're not going into the quote-unquote real world and getting a job they can pay for everything all at the same time they're, they have to move back home they have to live with five other people and that just continues to manifest itself well into people's 30s now like that's what's so happening campus culture is extending it is extended life another because decade. opportunities just aren't there for I people mean, out of college tim, tim knows me pretty well and i would say that the person i am the past five years is far different than the person I was the five years and 10 years before that. Absolutely. And no, I agree with that. Cause I was sort of a layabout until I was fucked, like 29. Yeah. But my point is that you that is a very, that is well said, but the people who are in positions of influence in Maytag or Coca-Cola or you name the company or any newspaper or not even newspaper, but like online media conglomerate, they're all relatively younger who 
went to universities where it was becoming harder and harder and harder to even hear a contrary opinion and therefore are not used to hearing contrary opinions and think that, and want to shape things according to their particular politics because they can't abide the idea that maybe somebody else either doesn't care about that issue or heaven forbids has a different opinion but what does that matter if they're the people working there and that is their opinion is that what they're getting paid to do well somebody who's 29 and is you know a uh, you know a project manager at Maytag who cares what he, that, why does the company have to share his values? But do like, they? Why are his like, values I, so- I feel like the people that you're pointing to, the people that would be in charge of this, because I, I think you're off pace with working for a corporation versus working for like a publication where you have to write something, is that the people who are young who are in these positions probably don't even hold these views. They just know how to exploit people with those views. That's how they got to be in management that quickly. Well, I think that may be true, but if you're just somebody who's writing for the staff of the New York Times or Washington Post or you name the publication BuzzFeed or something, like you don't, you can't imagine that anyone not sharing your views and this no, is where I'm see, going. See, I, I think you're wrong about that. I think they can envision people not sharing their views. They just know that's not their audience. What is it? Do you have some uh, some late? Okay, hold on. We'll, we'll get out of here. We've, talked, we've talked too Uh-oh. far along about this. So, Paul, we'll do a quick uh, re-up and record. Did your, did your you. back seize up there, I, I want to thank you all for watching Cuss Corner 33. Remember to subscribe to Cuss Corner Audio Podcast, rate and review, and smash the like button on the way out. Share the show around, too. We can always use more viewers. For me, Paul, Jeff, and Tim, we'll see you next time. Experience! Experience!